I'm Ebony K. Williams, your attorney at law and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the very latest legal headlines everybody's already talking about. We dig into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down for you, and we go straight from gavel to your news feed. And I promise you this, y'all, every single week, we're going to keep it a buck, keep it 100. Right, Dustin Ross? That's right, Ebony. Let's go ahead and hold court. Let's do it. Dustin Ross, my darling, how was your weekend? I will tell you about mine, but I want you to go first. <laughs> you know what, E? I had a good weekend, good vibes, um, lots and lots of uh, visitors. There were a couple big events that took place in New York okay. this weekend, so I was not at them, but there are lots okay. of people in town for those events. So I got to see a lot of old friends this weekend and re- rekindle, so it was good. So let me ask you, somebody peeped me to this game um, a couple years ago for people like yourself who are extremely popular and people want to see. <laughs> no, but for real, they this person told me what you do instead of trying to rip and run everywhere and see everybody, mm-hmm. you just post up yep. and you pretty much hold off social office hours. That's and you exactly just tell what you people, do. Is that what you do? That's exactly what you do. Okay. You just pick a spot. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for example, this weekend we started at Renaissance, beautiful black-owned restaurant up in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's my boy. You know, they um the same owners as Ponte Bistro. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Dustin, now, okay, I was sick this weekend, which I just told you about offline, but y'all, uh-huh. Auntie E's eye was sealed shut with the allergies. It was a bad situation. Mm. The bitch was out here looking like Popeye. But <laughs> I'm, you know I'm down the street from there. I'm, I'm very sad I missed you uptown. Yes. Okay. Don't even trip because we got all summer long. Yeah, we we are just getting we started. E, so. Okay. so you were at Renaissance. I love Renaissance. Yeah, we camped right. out at Renaissance and just started there and everybody kind of flowed through and then okay. um, just kind of went from there. So that is definitely a good strategy to uh, enact. Mm-hmm. If you got to see a bunch of motherfuckers. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep, I'm going to be here from the hours of 3 Pull to 7.30. You know Pull up. Pull yeah. up. Yeah. I love it. How I was your weekend it. besides, you know, besides not feeling the best? Besides that, um, yeah, I just got some rest. I really did. I um, I was able to watch uh, all of my, you know, ridiculous television shows that I love, including Married at First Sight. I, yes. I'm a day one stand of Married at First Sight. Okay. Because um, it's a lot of new people on the dish. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of bandwagoners. Mm-hmm, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. no, I'm day one when it was just three couples and <laughs> all the vibe and they didn't know each other. Okay. You know, um, so I'm I'm day one, episode one, season one. Okay. So I caught up on that. Um, very excited for some of these couples. Um, very sad for some others because you can just tell they're not gonna make it. Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, on the wall. On honey. the wall, honey. Not Lord. not like Michael said, off the wall. It's on the it's wall. It's on the wall. It's on that motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Um, but so that was enjoyable, and you know, just just getting ready for this week because it's gonna be yeah. a good week. I can feel it. That's right. So I did, though, get to peruse the social media of it all as I was laying on my couch taking my Benadryl and various medications. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I want your take on this because it seemed so random um, that the baby went on this, like, ridiculous Mm -hmm. is not a strong enough word. I'm going to say dangerous, irresponsible, homophobic um, rant that included reigniting um, and, and just amplifying the most dangerous of stigma around HIV and AIDS um, because he sound dumb as hell talking about like it's a gay disease. Actually, the fastest growing uh, sector of infected uh, people by HIV and AIDS are actually black women, heterosexual black women. So you sound and are dumb. And are at risk as well because you fuck a lot of those. A so, lot of them. But anyway, and unprotected, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 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 but it seems so unprompted. Do you yeah. have any thoughts 
um, Dustin, as to why this man would just ran, seemingly randomly go there. And I read him really, really, you know, obviously he's being canceled as well. He should be dropped from everything from governor's ball to um, something else. He was every festival that he was slated to do this summer is mm-hmm. done. It's mm-hmm. a no. Mm-hmm. Um, every act, every business he's been aligned with is is done. Um, closing those ranks. Somebody said, um, "The baby gonna fuck around and end up on the Millennium Tour." <laughs> that's what somebody said on the Instagram, and that's accurate. And that's what exactly. Yep. I don't even know if they'll fuck with him. To be well, honest, he needs to be in the Universe Soul Circus because he's a clown, <laughs> and that's who right. he needs to tour with. Now, there's a there's a few things here to, that mm-hmm. that we can, I guess, um. Unpack. Take note of, yeah. Unpack, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. The baby is country. The baby is shout out to Charlotte. Less than yeah. educated. Mm-hmm. The baby is rich, and the baby yeah. is famous, and that is often a toxic combination because people mm-hmm. who are not prepared to have access to such a large platform now have mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and we end up making mistakes like this. Um, as far as the quote unquote cancellation of the baby. He's a liability to companies. Mm-hmm. When you're a loose cannon like that and you don't know you're unpredictable mm-hmm. and no one can uh, really trust you to be responsible with right. the usage of their space, right. you, you get quote unquote canceled. So this is not really even a gay thing that he's being canceled on. It's because he's so reckless. Wow. As far as the, the the things that he actually said, they were really specific and and seemed like a direct shot towards someone to me. So I don't know if he walked past a car and heard one of his songs and looked over and seen somebody getting their dick sucked in the parking lot. I don't know if he got his he dick sucked away. in the parking lot. I don't know if he right. sucked a dick in the parking lot and it was stinking. Something happened relative Could to have. him and dicks being sucked that pissed him off. And so he went there on stage. It was stupid. It was rooted in homophobia at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. We could go take a deep dive, but if we keep this thing really top level, it's because he is less than educated and he is a person who hates gay people and gay stuff for whatever his personal reasons are. Okay. And what happens is you end up saying and spewing hatred like that. And now you have to deal with it. You didn't fucked around and mm-hmm. found out. And that's why we are where we are. And I just think it's funny because he said what he said about people who are um, afflicted with HIV and AIDS. And he said what he said about people who have oral sex in parking lots. But what if we said things to him that would trigger him and make him upset and, you know, make people catch straight bullets? Like, what if I said, well, the baby, guess what? Your daughter is ugly. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. he loved them little kids that he loves. What if I told him that? And then... Mm-hmm. She's caught a stray bullet unnecessarily, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. She's been harmed, you know, verbally unnecessarily. Collateral that don't feel damage. Good. Yeah, it doesn't yep. feel good. So just smarten up, which I know is a, a high climb for him. <laughs> so smarten <laughs> up and, and just figure it out because this is a lesson that you needed to learn. And mm-hmm. I hope that you learned it. And that's all I got to say. Well, that's plenty. Um, and I want to take this moment to share a personal story um, okay. about homophobia. Okay. And the consequences. Um, it's not just the bag that you risk losing when you show up in the space. And we happen to be talking about homophobia in this particular conversation. We could be talking okay. about anti-black sentiment. We could be talking about um, Islamic phobia. We could be talking about anti-Semitism. Any ignorant fucking shit, yeah. right, um, that shows up in this day and age is... Um, it just tells me more about you than the issue that you're you're so-called having a problem with. That's all I'm going to say on that. Correct. Correct. So I was on a date recently because, you know, Auntie E is in these streets mm. trying to find a husband. Yes. Okay? Or, yes. Or, or, or rather a husband. I'm trying to put myself in position for a husband to find me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. 
So I'm outside. I was on a date recently, extremely attractive man, um, mm-hmm. grown man. This man was about 50, 51, very okay. attractive, very successful, professional. Won't say his profession, but high level, educated, professional man. Because yeah, I don't do. We don't play. <laughs> we, yeah, I don't really do anything else. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, all right. My Benadryl is kicking in. Um, <laughs> so on this date with this man, having a gorgeous time, wonderful time, talking about all the things, getting to know. First date, first date okay. for context. And we happen to be seated outside um, of a very high-end restaurant. Okay. And in the uh, somehow unprompted, Dustin, as we were t- we were discussing, you know, academia. We were discussing social justice. We were discussing, um, uh, shall I say it? Yeah, well, Greek life. Okay. 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 Happened to be in a fraternity. We're talking about my sorority. Where it's all a vibe. It was a vibe, and I actually was at this point in the date. Um, Intrigued, curious, yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was, I was, I wasn't like, ooh, pressed, but I was definitely like, okay, this could be, this could be interesting. Yeah. And then a couple of uh, gentlemen walked out of the restaurant, so they're walking past us because we're outside on the patio, and they, you know, probably, if one could guess, we're part of the LGBTQ plus community. Okay. And for some reason, Dustin Ross, my date felt the need to comment <laughs> on these young men and their attire. Okay. I mean, damn, damn, bruh. Shorts got to be that tight, yo. Damn, bruh. Shorts got to be that, that, that little. Damn, like I get it. You gay, but damn, like you doing a lot. You fucking up my experience. Damn, damn, damn. I was at an event the other week and, you know, a dude, you know, fucking was rocking a goatee and stilettos. And I was like, yo, son, pick one. You fucking up my vibe. All of that. Yeah. And you just looking at him in his face while he's saying these things. (laughs) Like, damn, bro. Watching the boat just sink. Listen, man, man, and it, it it just triggered a few things for me, Dustin. Um, I, you know, I had been in a relationship for almost four years, so it's been a minute since I've been in the streets in this capacity. Mm-hmm. But the fact that somebody in any age, but especially in this age today, twenty twenty one, found it appropriate to open your motherfucking mouth and speak <clears throat> all of this homophobic sentiment. You giving all this homophobic energy out here on a first date with a woman you don't know anything about. Yep. You don't know. Hell, I could be a part of the yep, LGBTQ yep, plus yep. community for all you know. At Certainly point, yep. loved ones. And, and, and even if it's not about, because I, I don't even really love that argument, Dustin, that like I have to know someone to yeah. care about the community. I could know nobody. I have LGBT. black friends. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a daughter now, so women aren't bitches anymore. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Well, you know what, E, listen, that is much more common and prevalent than people like to think or acknowledge. Um, I personally, I expect that out of motherfuckers, to be honest with you. I expect that. So I'm prepared for that. Um, and it's just as simple as it's, it's a very, again, top level insult, if you mm-hmm. want to call it that. It's lazy. Um, it's less than sophisticated. And I actually look forward to those moments so that I can really introduce myself properly to mm. people. Mm. Okay. In that space. So I caught all that. It's all, it's, and it's, it's all good, baby. It's yeah, all but good. It just, it was just so whack to me because now Before, not only- Be glad though, E, because you got it up front. You oh, saved up front. yourself no, no, no. so he, much time. 
listen, you know what the good Maya Angelou says, people will tell you exactly mm-hmm. who they are and you have to believe them. So this Sorry. man told me he was a homophobe, which means to me um, that you are probably also holding of other value systems that I cannot fuck with. Bingo. Um, so you're not the man for me, but it, I just did find it a bit surprising that someone was willing to reveal that much of their ignorance on a first date. I mean, all. just blatant, like blatant, comfortable, just, comfortable. Yeah, I'm dumb. Hey, just just letting you know up front. Like, I, I just I can't believe it, man. But <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah, it was whack. So it'll cost you a bag. It'll cost you a second date with EKW. I'm here to That's tell. Right. So don't don't be out on no date with me. Mm-hmm. Y'all all know this. Talking no kind of reckless shit. I'm not into it. At That's all. right, because your gay friends will beat his ass. Listen, so let's let's keep let's just move on. And my straight ones too, because we <laughs> don't fuck right. with that. That's you right. Know? Fuck out of here with that. Um. All right. Speaking of getting the fuck out of here, <clears throat> let's go straight to the docket. Tory Lanes uh, making headlines. It is suspected that he might have indeed violated a protective order um, that Meg the Stallion, Megan the Stallion, has against him. That protective order. We reported on it here on Holding yes. Court earlier. If y'all don't remember, uh, Tory Lanez is being accused of shooting Megan in her f- one foot twice, I believe is the allegation, right? Um, and there's an upcoming court date around that. So in the meantime, though, as they should have, Los Angeles mm-hmm. County has granted Megan a protective order just to keep her safe while everyone awaits trial. So a part of that protective order, D, is that Tory Lanez is to always, at all times, remain at least 100 yards away from Megan physically. And that is per the protective order. Just so happens, here come this dumbass again, the baby, then brought Tory Lanez out during this... um, this freaking festival, what is this, Rolling Rolling Loud? Yes. What's that shit called? Yeah, mm-hmm. Rolling Loud, the same uh, place where the baby ignorantly was, was talking shit, um, being homophobic and ignorant in other ways. He also brought out Tory Lanez to perform. The, t- the issue was the timing. This performance where Tory Lanez was on stage with the baby happened less than an hour after Meg Thee Stallion set at Rolling Loud, which means it's been reported that by TMZ specifically, that Meg the Stallion was still backstage, thus in proximity, right? Uh, probably speculative, speculatively, hmm, speculatively, yes, within the 100 yards that he is supposed to be away from her. That's the issue. Okay. Okay. So what's happening? Apparently, this really went there. Miami Police Department was contacted around the possible violation of the protective order. And the protective order travels. So I want to be clear here because, you know, um, this is, yes, it's about Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanez, but it's about everybody that's listening. It's, it's about all of us jurors. Okay. Here's the thing. When, when you have a protective order, and make sure you ask for this if you're going to court on your own or someone else's behalf. Make sure that that protective order governs the protective distance no matter where you are, no matter what city, what state, what country. That was the kind that Meg had. So therefore, whether they're in Los Angeles, Miami-Dade, uh, Fort Worth, Mecklenburg County, it don't Keep matter. Keep your ass from around me. Keep your ass from around me. And while the baby brought him on stage, this is on Tory Lanez. Okay, the baby got a lot of shit that he need to handle, but one of them is not where Tory Lanez is or isn't allowed to be. That's on Tory and his team. So your ass know 
that you have a protective order that requires you to legally stay 100 plus feet away from Megan the Stallion at all times, no matter where you are. Why the fuck are you bringing your ass even within any level of proximity physically to this woman? Pre-trial. Yeah. Unacceptable. Dumb, less than smart, which is less a recurring theme for the day, it seems. Yeah, listen, um, this, this, this is starting off on, on, on that type of foot, Dustin. So I just want to put out there that when there's a violation, what can happen to you? Because people need to know this, Dustin. Number mm-hmm. one, you could be brought in uh, to court. You can be held in contempt for violating that protective order. Um, I've seen people that have violated a protective order just one time and be uh, detained. Because the judge could say, oh, you act like you don't want to abide by my instruction. I'll make you abide. So, yeah, don't be out here violating protective orders. It's not fucking cute. As it relates to Tory Lanez, I I do believe some level of investigation is ongoing as it relates to uh, Rolling Loud and what happened in Miami. It's not Uh going to be favorable for him. I can tell you that. Well, it shouldn't. And here's why. That was an intentional um, slight at Megan on behalf of both the baby and Tory Lanez. And that once again, they didn't fucked around and found out playing yep. too much, mm-hmm. not taking things seriously that they should, and also being petty and going back and forth with her. Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing? Y'all rappers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why are y'all even this deeply embroiled in a quote unquote beef with Megan the fucking stallion? Mm-hmm. This shit is dumb. So you get what you deserve. Like, all of this shit, the the attention is getting that's that's not good. Not the good. fact that this is right um, added to the pile that is already on top of the baby's head. You know, it's just dumb on both their parts. So that's what they both get. Throw yeah. the book at their ass. I don't give a fuck no more. No, they're terrible. And what I I appreciate that Megan, um, you know, it took her a minute as we reported at yeah. early episodes of Holding Court. Megan had her reasons, but it took her a minute to even speak. On the assault that 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 she alleges happened to her, that she was shot, and who shot her. But now that she has finally kind of broken the seal, Megan is not fucking around. She's saying at every corner, "Stop playing with me." Um, she put out this tweet, uh, and and this was really like she said a lot in this tweet, Dustin. She says, "Support me in private and publicly. Do something different." These industry men are very strange. This situation ain't no damn beef. She put that in quotes. And I really wish people would stop downplaying it like it's some internet shit for likes See? and retweets. You know what? I mean? And she's right. This is not a beef. This is not Ether fucking Nas Jay Z. This no. is not that. This woman is alleging if she is to be believed and personally, it's a lot of corroborating evidence. I tend to believe her at this point mm-hmm. um, that she was fucking shot. Okay, that's not a beef. That's not lyrical. That's a that's a physical assault with yeah. legal consequences. Stop playing with her. Yeah, and and she she really can't afford to be careless with this situation. She's at the top of her game in her career, mm-hmm. just yes. winning those three Grammys, one of which was for Best New Artist, which is a once in a lifetime opportunity to even Indeed. be nominated for that award. Indeed. So she she's got bigger fish to Best fry. Best rapper, you know of the what year. I mean? Yeah, sure, all that on the shit. cover of Sports Illustrated. Come on, yes, now. like she is literally excelling right now. Yes. So she does not need to be attached to this messy ghetto bullshit. So no, and that's hella traumatizing. Whatever went down between her and Tory Lanez, uh, the courts will 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 make some determination of that. At best, it is traumatizing for her to be in, in proximity to him. That's right. Stay your fucking ass away from me. Ill. That's right. Stupid ass. All right, moving on real quick. 
Now, Kelly Clarkson is is not of the culture. So you might be wondering mm-hmm. why we're about to talk about her on holding court. <laughs> well, I found it very interesting. And I saw you were tweeting about it too, Dustin. <laughs> because oftentimes when we start talking about um, money and marriage and spousal support and paying people out the bag um, in the midst of the divorce, it is always men paying out women. And the right. narrative is, we know, long-ass, stale-ass narrative um, that marriage is bad for men because men always get the losing end of the stick, so to speak. Of course, we were just talking about Dr. Dre having yeah. to cash out um, his estranged wife, Nicole, at the tune of 300 k a month, okay? And a lot of people feel a way about that. Well, you know, we like to keep things, you know, nice and balanced here on Holding Court. Yes, we um, do. <laughs> so we, I had to come give y'all a little tea about Kelly Clarkson paying out a full fucking bag to her ex-husband, or estranged husband, rather, who she was married to, by the way, um, far less time. So I want to do a quick comparison, if you'll if you'll indulge me, Dustin Ross, of Dr. Dre and Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Okay. Dr. Dre is paying out his estranged wife $300,000 a month. Kelly Clarkson is paying out her estranged husband $200,000 a month. Hers is for both spousal and child support. So I want to I want to separate that. Okay. Mm. Um, this is interesting though. Of the two hundred thousand, one hundred and fifty thousand is for spousal support, and only forty five thousand is for child support. I was surprised by that as a as a lawyer. Okay. Because I was expecting the inverse. I was thinking it'd be one fifty for the kids because if they mm-hmm. have two children, mm-hmm. um, and that he maybe only get fifty. The fact that the very seventy five percent. Of this payment is for him. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Keep in mind with Dr. Dre, all of that is spousal because his kids are grown with Nicole. Cool. Got it. Also, Kelly's actually getting a more fucked up deal here than Dre. Here's why. Number one, she was married to her estranged uh, husband far less uh, time. They were only married seven years. Dre was married to Nicole over 20. I think it was. 23 or something. 23, like yeah, yeah, 23, 24 years. So that's a big determination when the court is assessing what spousal support in particular looks like. They very much consider the length of time, the duration of the marriage. Seven years is a long time, but not that long of a time. Shit. You know, for him to be getting $150,000 a month. Yeah. Also, Kelly Clarkson is very wealthy. She's nowhere near as wealthy as fucking Dre. So when you look at the proportionality of Dre paying three hundred thousand a month and he being worth an estimated billion, and Kelly Clarkson being worth a lot but not a billion, um, her paying two hundred thousand a month is disproportionately high. So she's actually paying much more than Dre's paying his ex-wife. Mm. So I just mm. want people to keep that in mind. So next time we report on said gentleman who's having to pay out his estranged spouse around spousal support, just know it's not just men that get hit over the head. Anybody who is the higher earning primary um, provider for the family lifestyle, which we know these days is more and more and more and more and more the woman, women, you could get hit over the head too. This is a public service announcement. If you are a woman out here doing the damn thing and you choose to to marry and fall in love and 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 let's let me slow down. Marry and fall in love, two different things. Very Can we two, just take a beat around that? 
but it's true, right? Like we can be deeply in love and we can be deeply committed to each other. And it doesn't necessarily mean it is the conditions for marriage. Now, not to be not romantic because, you know, I am a hopeless romantic, but we have to be pragmatic, Dustin Ross, in this day and age when we start talking about the consequences, both positive and negative of marriage. Yes, I agree. Right. This is a mess anyway, though, Ebony, like this whole Kelly Clarkson situation. There was a, a lawsuit um, the her father-in-law, so her husband's father's management company mm-hmm. was suing her. She countersued mm-hmm. them. This is a mess. And what happened was Kelly Clarkson, again, fucked around and found out. She got with a yep. smart, savvy, yep. uh, white music manager mm-hmm. who knew that she was a cash cow and was, I believe, preparing for this moment from day one. Because you just like... The way that you said that this surprised you as, mm. you know, uh, as an attorney, mm-hmm. I understand that he, this is completely intentional on his behalf mm-hmm. and they're, they're trying to take her for everything that she's got. And I'm going to watch it and enjoy because you damn right, Ebony, it is always the other way around. It is. It you is. Know, it is. City, you know, we just up one in this case. You get yeah. money. I ain't mad at it. No, I'm not mad at the man. I can't be. Because mm-hmm. like you said, Kelly and Kelly Clarkson been famous a long time. Let's start with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, ever since, um, what's that damn song she sang on the on the idol? Um, uh, damn, what's a moment like this? A moment like People this. Wait a lifetime. Listen. Yes. <laughs> a moment like this. Okay, That's listen, right. Kelly. Okay. <laughs> You've been famous a long ass time. You've been rich a long time, and you're yeah. r- rich as shit right now. Between the Voice Check and the Kelly Clarkson daytime syndicated show check, I want to say Kelly had a residency in Vegas not too long ago. Kelly. Yeah is rich, rich. Okay. And you've known this for a long time as has your team. So the fact that, like you said, you married this man who didn't bring a lot of assets to the table, but brought a lot of knowledge and education and strategy. Okay. Mm-hmm. It isn't, it's, you're right. It shouldn't be that surprising that he wasn't even wanting just 200,000. This man was asking for 300 and excuse me, 400 yeah. and $36,000 a month. This man was asking for half a million dollars a month. Do y'all hear me? <laughs> Dustin laughing. He really was going hard in the paint. Okay. Man. And that is what happens when you marry somebody where the gap of income is that significant. So while some, some people, not most people, but some people give me shit, right? Because I'm, I'm very uh, unequivocally not interested in marrying someone who doesn't bring at least equitable assets to the marriage. And if anyone is confused as to why, because of shit just like this here, because why would I voluntarily elect Dustin Ross? Why would anybody voluntarily elect to be joint and severably liable fiscally become legal fiduciaries to one another saying your debt is mine and my assets are yours to someone who is not risking the same level of buy-in as you are. Don't even make sense. To me, that makes no sense. It has nothing to do with how much we love each other. We can be in love all day. And I don't give a damn when nobody thinks about it either. And I, I, I'm, way too, I'm way too old. And I've had to re, re, rehab my credit, FICO, yep. savings too many fucking times yep. to give a damn what anybody thinks about it. Yep. Not on my watch, not on any day of the week, will I be marrying, going into legal partnership. And if you don't understand that's what marriage is, you're not fucking getting it. You need to go back and listen to the whole fucking catalog of holding court from the first episode. That's right. 
That's right. Marriage is not just about being in love. It's not about the white dress. It's not about the ring, the tuxedo, and the motherfucking Instagram pictures. It is about being in legal, fiscal partnership for life. And if either of you wants to breach said partnership at any point prior to death, know there will be a fiscal consequence. Period. You might as well just die. Or, 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 or do something else, die or, or something, okay, or something, or something. That's what we'll say. That's what we're gonna say. We don't hold it for. But that's what time it is. So you know, shout out to Kelly, and uh, you know, this situation is fucked up. Yeah, um, okay. She is also doing what Dre and Nicole um, elected to do early on, which is basically bifurcate their divorce, saying let's go ahead and be legally divorced. So basically, mm-hmm. you can fuck, I can fuck without any consequence. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. can move on, I can move on romantically, um, but we will hold the asset division until a later date, to where we can better negotiate what this shit looks like. Right. Keep in mind, in addition to this $200,000 a month that she's paying until this shit is final, she's also on the hook for his legal cost. Kelly, man. I That's about $1.25 million she gonna towards have to his lawyer fees. Nip this in the bud and get it over with and be done with him. Man. Separate yourself from this. Listen, Kelly needs a she needs a thorough lesson in the Dustin Ross playbook. Keep it player. Keep it player. Cut that check, Big Mama. You big, got the money. Come on, Big Mama. Let's big go. Mama. That's big right, mama. Big Kelly, baby. And I, I'm talking about her pockets. Pockets, okay? man. Listen, all around. It's an all around situation. But shout out to you, Kelly, because that's what you got. It says, and I ain't that's mad right, at it. Yeah. And he' about to get some, and I can't be mad at him either. That's it. Listen, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna pay some bills. Who? I'm trying to get it like Kelly got it, but I'm okay. definitely not trying to give it away. No. <laughs> Not trying to do that. Hell, um, no. <laughs> hail to the no no. Okay. Um, you might have to leave in a different way, bro. Okay. Um, <laughs> that song, I think you better leave. Okay, get the hell on for real. Get, get the, the hell on. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more Holy Code after this. All right, y'all, welcome back to Holding Court. Um, I don't really love talking about this next person on our docket, but um, the circumstances here made me very intrigued, and I wanted to share uh, the important news of this recent headline. Kim Kardashian served with a cease and desist after trying to trademark her new beauty brand, guess what, with an identical name to an existing Black-owned business. Shock beyond shock beyond shock. (laughs) The queen of culture, voyeurism, the queen Mm -hmm. of appropriating everything from our people um, has struck struck again, essentially. Mm -hmm. This time, uh, Kim was trying to, and is actively trying to trademark this brand name. It's Skin Plus, Skin spelled capital S-K-K-N Plus. Okay. Now, Kim's trademark doesn't have the plus, but it's got everything else identical. The same capital S-K-K-N I don't know about you, Dustin, but I was today years old when I saw that spelling of skin. So that's not common. Very unique. Um, And apparently uh, a black woman by the name of Sydney Lunsford, this sister's name is Sydney Lunsford. She has had Beauty Concepts LLC. That's her, you know, governing business. Um, and they have rocked with, created, marketed, advertised, and been successful with Skin Plus since July of 2017. So that's a minute, right? That's a yeah. nice long time. It's established. Mm-hmm. 
it's established. Um, her legal team sent, sent out a cease and desist to Kim. And in the cease and desist, Dustin, they say this. Over the course of four years, Beauty Concepts has built a successful woman and black woman-owned small business and brand, established a strong social media presence, and served thousands of customers from its Brooklyn location. Okay, this is important because I, I want to break down trademark versus copyright in a second because a lot of people are confused about the difference. But here's the bottom line here. Okay. This woman, Sydney, and her company, Skin Plus, has existed since 2017. What do they do? They, they, they do this. Um, they sell skincare products, beauty products, lifestyle products, retail store services, all of those things under the moniker of Skin. Why Kim and her actions are problematic, Dustin, is because it's not just the same name, it's the same services. Uh, um, and this is what um, Sydney's lawyer put in the cease and desist letter. It's problematic because Kim is attempting to trademark skin um, and also skin by Kim, as if that makes a difference. We'll get to that in a second. For those same services, skincare products, beauty products, lifestyle. Blah, blah, blah. Letter also goes on to say this. This is the cease and desist. Nearly identical in appearance and that Kim's edition of, quote, by Kim does very little to differentiate the two companies. So, of course, that would probably cause confusion in the marketplace. And that's the whole point of a trademark. Okay, so let's back it all the way up. Okay. You know, everybody wants to be an armchair lawyer these days, and everybody talking about trademarks and LLCs and um, filings and, and copyrights. Trademarks are this. They are protection of intellectual property, specifically as it relates, Dustin, to words, phrases, and images, logos, things of this nature, what okay. you visually see. Mm -hmm. That is a trademark. So in this case, the name skin spelled that particular way is what's being trademarked. Because for instance, what you could never trademark is skin spelled the traditional way, S-K-I-N. Right. Why? It's too general. There's not a uniqueness to it. Um, and thus nobody could have ownership over it. It's very simple. We covered this on a holding court early on in our tenure. Remember when LeBron was trying to trademark Taco Tuesday? Yes, yes. <laughs> a mess. I remember that conversation. Yes. Okay, so go back Lord. and go back to the archives and listen to that, and you'll understand some generalized shit cannot be trademarked. Okay, right. it just can't happen. It has to have a uniqueness to it, whether it rather whether rather um in its concept or its visual appeal. So in this case, when you spell skin, S-K-K-N, that's unique. Okay. And then you, you attach it to this particular vertical of beauty, lifestyle, skincare, yada, 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 yada. So this woman has already established that. So Kim now going to try to trademark it for her own use is an undermining of a pre-existing business. Just so happened in this case, it is a black owned small business. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're not here for that. We already know this. Right. Um, and I feel very, very, very bad um, for this young woman. But what I wish she had done was trademarked it herself early on. That's the, that is the cautionary lesson in this story. Is had the good sister trademarked this up front, she might not be having this problem right now. See what I mean? Yeah. Because you already knew, so this is the lesson, jurors. If you've got something dope, something unique, something that you feel um, is special in terms of the way it's spelled, the way it looks, or just the phrasing itself, go ahead and trademark it. It's it's not 
an overly expensive process. It's much more expensive to try to get something copy, um, get copyright protection okay. around something. And I want to tell you what that is and how it's different. To get something copyright, uh, copyright protection, that is the content. For instance, if you are a songwriter or a writer of any kind, poem, book, the, the meat and potatoes of your words, your verbiage, the lyrics of the song, the, the words of the poem, the words of the book, manuscript, <clears throat> um, those are materials to ha- have a copyright around, to okay. have a legal ownership of the content. So I have, I own Pretty Powerful's copyright, okay? I okay. own, you know, anything like that. You want to get that as, a, as if you, so if you're in a creative and you out here writing, Original content, you want to get make sure that you own the copyright to that. Yes. That is different than a trademark. Okay. You don't trademark lyrics to a song. You don't trademark words in a poem or a book or anything like that. You you copyright those pieces of content, but you trademark, for instance, um, maybe the cover art. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? You original trademark concepts, yeah. mm-hmm, original concepts of words or phrasing or the look. Yeah. Hope y'all got that. Um, so if, if if the good sister here had already trademarked skin, as she spells it, S-K-K-N plus, she would have protection already established. Thus, she wouldn't be sending a cease and desist. What she would be sending is um, a notice of violation of an existing trademark, which has a lot more legal bite to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I, this reminds me oddly of a story from Roni. Um, oh. Remember oh, when okay. the, mm-hmm. the cheater brand story, remember mm-hmm. that when Bethany, Tipsy accused, girl. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Same, same thing here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim, you have access to so many resources and so many, um, create creatives, you know, that yes. you could actually hire and retain to come up with some original shit for you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not your first time being in this kind of hot seat. So Show girl, ain't. just, uh, just get it. Show ain't. And just Chris, ain't. I'm surprised at you for letting it get this damn far. Oh, Chris, Chris Jenner. Does, yeah. Chris Jenner. <laughs> she needs to do better business than this. Right. You know, fix it. I, I don't fix know. It. Yeah, yeah. Fix it. Jesus. It's not a good look because Kim is, you know, not even starting. I agree with you, Dustin. She has a, an established mm-hmm. reputation for this kind of bullshit. Her and you her know? whole family, whole damn family. Remember when um, Kylie's been embroiled in some shit with designers and not crediting them and taking yep. concepts. Chloe stole them uh, concepts allegedly for the good American line yep. um, from that black designer. And they were side by side pictures of the items and Couldn't the looks. Tell them apart. The Couldn't marketing, the, the posing of the models, everything. She stole the whole entire concept. So totally this ain't nothing it. new. No. no. And listen, Kim, what was it? Just a couple years ago, 2019. I remember this. Kim was going to put out shapewear and call the shit kimono. Kimonos. Bitch. Uh, ebony. Asian Fucking wear. Kimonos. Asian wear. They Stop, do Kim. Do better. do better. And then you change it to skims and the shit is popping. So right. go on and let this young black successful sister live and breathe with the skin plus brand she is well established leave that alone and go you could just call the shit kim kardashian shit right. it don't matter there's a million say. things you could call it face by kim face, kardashian. face by you kim beat by kim like whatever yeah. yeah shit poreless by kim filtration by kim call right. the shit whatever you want to um but um but i Something. hope she leaves this young woman alone now i will say this legally um the young woman doesn't have, um, I think her name was Cindy. Let me go back up here. Yes. Uh, yes. Sydney doesn't have a huge 
um, protection here. It's going to mm-hmm. really l- depend on what a judge wants to do here. Um, because without that pre-existing trademark, which she could have and should have done, this will be a decision for a judge to decide, or, or, or you know, a, a legal entity to decide if Kim is in fact infringing on uh, what should be protected uh, intellectual property. Well, you don't want to leave that to chance if you can. And she's a damn fool if she moves forward with trying to take this name because after this news has come out, right? No one's going to support that brand when nope. they know that this is a direct strike against a. a a small business, let alone and a black, a woman black business. woman-owned business in today's climate. Come on, E. So nope. she, she needs to do what we always say, keep it player. Keep it player. Figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Come up with a new name. You've that's done it, it before. It'll be fine. And um, could, don't invest in that black woman's company, too. That's what you should do. Yep. That's what you need to do. Yep. Fix all I totally this. agree. Yep. Do, do a little collaboration. Put some money in that woman's pocket yep. and keep it cute. That's it. I totally agree. Um. Kim's lawyer is on record, Dustin, though, for saying this. He says, we certainly appreciate and support small businesses. Our hat is off to Miss Lunsford. But the question at hand is one of trademark law. And we've, we've not done anything deserving of legal action by her. Extremely interesting comment. Um, hmm. Somebody taught me a long time ago, when somebody says something and then they follow it, but go ahead and yep. erase everything before the but. Everything before the but is worthless. Yeah. Is worthless. So all of that uh, fake flowers, Mr. Michael Rhodes, the lawyer, you can save that um, and just go ahead and say what you really want to say, which is uh, Miss Sydney didn't trademark skins, so therefore it's fair game. Because that's what right. he's saying. We're going to talk to her about the shit. We're going to try to figure it out. But as of right now, we don't have to. That's what he was saying. That is what he's saying. Yeah. And and I got to say, he's not right. Yeah. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong either. Yeah. He's not, so 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 let that be a lesson to everybody. I'm I'm clearly for Miss Sydney Lunsford, and I, I want this sister to win and prevail. But mm-hmm. don't leave yourself open to this shit. No. If you know you got something hot, or you <clears throat> might get hot. Go yeah. in and consult um, business lawyers. It's, and it's a lot of forms nowadays, y'all. You can do half this shit yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, go in and look up how to go ahead and apply for that trademark and keep it cute and keep it playing. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't want Kim Kardashian coming for your bag one day. You sure don't. Um, and, to, and to be fair, it's not just Kim who has done this or Kardashians. Do we remember when Miss Beyonce was um, coming for, was it Blue Ivy? Do you remember, remember this? I don't remember that, Ebony. Oh, that's convenient, Dustin. I, I seen the Africa. You don't remember it either. I got us both. I'm covering us you, both. You shit. Okay, I'm throwing shit. my body over yours right now, Ebony. Um, <laughs> nah, fuck that shit. I, re- I definitely uh, do remember that story, though. Definitely remember that story. Yeah, yeah. There's no you know personal shade against Beyonce, but it's the same thing yeah. where and there's what about a Lady giant. A, right? Lady, Lady A, Bellum, Lady Antebellum. Lady singer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, so you know, let these people live. But that said, Lady A and the first Blue Ivy and Miss Skins Plus, go on and do right. Take care of your business so that you're not prey to these giant global conglomerate brands taking up your shit. That's right. Okay? Lock your shit up. You don't want it stole, basically. <sighs> So turn your turn your deadbolt, okay? That's what Listen, you need to do. All of that, because if people be out here with their doors open and shit, it's okay. Crazy. Put that stick in the bottom of the patio door <laughs> at night. Not the br- my grandma used to put a broom. You remember this? Yeah, a whole right broom. down there in the bottom. Listen, yeah. don't play with us. Um, 
Wow, we are doing the most today. <laughs> Y'all keep it tight. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back um, with the fact that speaking of, of homes, y'all, this is a serious one. Millions of Americans are facing eviction right now because fucking Congress has failed to do their job. We're going to unpack it all when we come back with more holding court. Yeah. All right, y'all, welcome back to holding court. We want to wrap up with, um, with a real important story, y'all. This one is affecting millions it might be affecting some of you right now personally um the reality is the the federal rent moratoriums that were preventing millions um of americans of not being evicted during this entire covid debacle um they've expired period ain't no other way to say it uh mm-hmm. they expired midnight on saturday and until congress and the federal government figures out what's next Many, 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 many people, millions of people, Dustin Ross, could be evicted and find themselves homeless at any given point. This is um, bad. And, and the sad part is it didn't have to fucking be this way. Yeah. It didn't have to, it didn't have to be this way. What has happened is, as usual, the government, federal government in this case, waited too damn late to do what they knew they needed to do. No one is surprised by the fact that this moratorium that prevented the eviction of of renters from having to pay rent during this pandemic because everybody knows everybody's situation is fucked up for the most Duh, part. Like, you know, on. this this is obvious. So there were these federal protections to keep people from not being evicted. Now I want to keep in mind, I care about landlords here too. We here at Holding Court are for that. But it didn't say that the landlords weren't going to get their money, Dustin. Okay. What the renters were accruing back rent. That rent will be due one day. It's simply saying because of the unprecedented nature of this pandemic, we're not going to kick people out on the streets. We'll get our money one day, probably with the large help of the federal government. Okay, but in the meantime, we're not going to kick people out on the streets and have them and their children and their families fucking homeless. That's it. That was the nature of the legislation. Now, they always knew the shit was going to expire at the end of July and they let it lapse. And then they want to run, you know, literally on Friday, the Friday, the day before you talk about some procrastinating motherfuckers. You know, this reminds me of myself in the eighth grade. I knew the book report was due the whole time, the whole semester. But I want to wait until the night before. And now I'm sleepy and tired and the quality is fucked up. Come on now. The difference is we were children then. These are grown fucking adults being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to do their job and represent the people of this country. That's and right. Dustin, they've yet again fallen asleep at the fucking wheel. This is now shameful. on Friday, House Democrats are trying to run through some legislation and ram it down people's throat. It didn't pass. It didn't pass. Um, so thank God some state governments like here in New York, some places in Cali, some places in New Jersey, they have their own temporary eviction bans that will protect renters from homelessness for a bit longer. But these are all short term goals. I mean, short term solutions. This is a shame. This is a damn shame. They should all be ashamed of themselves. You are literally not doing what you're in that position to do, which is protect the American people and mm-hmm. help the American people. How mm-hmm. can you not just on a human level, right? right. Fuck all the politics just yep. on a human level, right? People are on the verge of getting put out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because of something that was far beyond their control. So, something that they didn't have anything to do with. Yeah. Okay. What yep. the fuck? Like, how can you just be okay as a person, especially as any as a person who has been appointed to lead? Yeah. How can you 
how go can on you vacation because that's where they're at. Conscious. How can you like like your conscious? No, how listen. Can you sleep. Well, let's talk about that because there, a lot of them sleeping like a damn baby and they're on vacation because that's the issue. The right. reason why the House Democrats had to run and try to get the shit done on Friday before the expiration Saturday night is because then they were, um, what do you call it? Uh, let out for recess. You know, they're not at work today. We, we're working. We're recording content. We're reporting on this tragedy, but they're not even at work today. Then motherfuckers on vacation, um, except for a handful. Democratic Representative Cori Bush. Um, I really, really appreciate and, 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 and respect this sister. I interviewed her um, after she won her party nomination for her congressional seat in Revolt Black News. And I knew she was going to do something good for her people. And that's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She is not on fucking vacation. Cori Bush slept on the steps of the U.S. Capitol in protest Friday night to raise awareness of the fact that there's going to be millions of Americans that will soon be in that position of not being able to shower, not being able to change. She said this, how are we on vacation when we have millions of people who could start to be evicted tonight? I am dirty, sticky, sweaty. I still have on what I had on last night. This is how people will have to live if we don't do something. 7 million, 6 million, 11 million, however many it is, they deserve human dignity, just like what you said, Dustin, and deserve for people that represent them to show up, do the work, and to make sure basic needs are met today. And of course, Corey is speaking from personal experience because she's vulnerable enough and, and, and responsible enough to let people know that she's been in that position before, Dustin, where she had to sleep in a car and raising her kids and all that shit while not having a home to live in. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I want to break this down, too, because one of the things and, and this is why, you know, I, I can't stand big government. And this is a place where I fucking never have trusted a government that has always portrayed our people in particular. Um, and, and I will not believe in a government that has given me no evidence as to why I should believe in it. Um, but one thing I know about government, they like to, um, in the worst way, pass the peas. Mm-hmm. They love to pass the buck. They love to pass the responsibility of who should have avoided this a devastating outcome that's going to affect millions of of Americans and their families. So is it uh, the Biden administration, uh, Biden's ass coming out literally uh, two days before the shit expired, talking about, oh, yeah, Congress should do something. Really, President Biden? Get the fuck out of here. That would have been cool to put a bug in their ear, oh, I don't know, a month, two, three months before the shit expired because you knew it was coming. Okay, so that's his cop-out answer. You have the Supreme Court. Now, to their credit, even with this conservative-ass court, Five to four. When the last extension was passed, Dustin, they said, basically, this will be the last extension. Yep. We are passing it because we recognize the exceptional nature of this pandemic. But we are putting it on Congress. They said this specifically, Dustin. We specifically will require congressional authority for any further extension. Now, the court just said the shit. So I'm not even going to be mad at the court. Because they said what time it was and what they were going to do and what they weren't going to do. So now, to me, this is squarely in the 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 hands. The, any bloodshed that this will come will be on the hands of the United States Congress. I agree, a hundred percent. It's literally on them. Yep, and that's what they're supposed to do. Let's go back to Schoolhouse Rock. The purse strings of America are not <clears throat> controlled by the president. No. The purse strings of America are not controlled by the judiciary branch. That's the they are controlled by the motherfucking legislative branch. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. Do your fucking job. And if you didn't know, now you know. Now you do know. Shit. No, I'm mad about that because that's fuck. And I'm mad at the Democrats because we yeah. already know what time it is with the Republicans. So, we, so you yeah. already know you weren't gonna get no help over there. What's the point of having a fucking majority? 
if you're not going to act like you have the majority. Seriously. I, I just, I, there could not have been a worse um, issue for them to show such a lack of competency on, right? Mm. There couldn't mm-hmm. have been a more severe consequence to their actions or, or inaction in this yep. case. Inaction. There could not totally have been inaction. a more severe consequence. And I just, there's, everything always have to be as bad as it can be. God damn. Like, can y'all just fucking do it right one time? Can you get in front of the fucking crisis yeah. one time? Just one time. And then make it so bad, Dustin. This is dumb as hell and could have been avoided by this too. Y'all remember not too long ago when when Biden and Kamala's ass and everybody and their mama was out here talking about how we taxpayers need to give the administration trillions. Listen to what I said, y'all. I didn't say millions. Didn't I didn't say, say billions. billions. I said motherfucking trillions of American taxpayer dollars to pay for the Biden American Rescue Plan. Remember that shit? Sure and we do. gave it to him. We gave it to him. They sitting on trillions of dollars right now. That were supposed to be distributed for just this kind of situation, for putting money in landlords' pockets to make sure that their small businesses don't run out of steam, making sure that renters had the protections they needed. So whether it was giving them money to pay their rent, providing landlords with money to comp, um, you know, or credit rent, so that it would avoid millions of Americans being evicted right now. Where the money at, Dustin? Where is the damn money? And I'm going to tell you something else. This puts another load on our lap, too, because now all the people who uh, didn't want to vote in the first place but went ahead and yep. voted for Joe Biden are going to enter the chat and say, this is what the See? fuck we were talking about. Then right. we have to defend them so that they can do it again this do fall again. so we don't end up so, in another so fucking shithole. Right. So it doesn't get And that's that's where I get when people show up with, with frustration around American politics, some level of apathy, now I can't ride with you because the consequence of that apathy no, is too fucking high. But I but understand. I, do, I understand. That's right. I understand. Because we're constantly negotiating between bad and worse. Yeah. Constantly, Ebony. Constantly. So this really <sighs> pisses me off. But I, God bless these families that are affected. And I really yes. hope that nobody ends up on the fucking street because these motherfuckers went on vacation. Cause y'all on vacation, you punk asses. But somebody else made a good a good point, and you know this is where I I I really am so skeptical and distrusting of government. But who I am trusting of are the people and community. Mm. So uh, Potter House and motherfucking what's Joe Alstein shit called? Whatever that oh, shit yeah. called. Oh yeah, um, um, whatever. You can't come in here when shit gets tough. That's what his church is called. <laughs> and that's fucked up because that's where the community should show up and be in the gap. Yeah. When government fails right. the people, where where is the community that and, and I know they they they're um what's that shit called? Collection plates full to the brim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every Sunday. Mm-hmm. They better open and what's what's the saying? The church doors are now open. That's open right. the fucking church doors. That's right. And protect these people, these families, because this is Indeed. fucked up. Yeah, we gotta be here for one another, y'all. Because that's really all we got. That's what this moment reaffirms for me, Dustin. I've always known it. You've always known it. I always reserve the optimism for maybe they'll prove me wrong wrong one day. God, I hope so. But that day has not come. So we have to stand in the gap. And may this be a sign to anyone who is affected by this negatively, right? If you end up getting put out, but you ever had aspirations yes. to to run for a congressional seat or some shit like that, make make this light your flame. Now is the time. You know what I'm saying? Now's the and time. And that's why Corey Bush is looking different in this space. Yeah. And that's why I knew she would be a different kind of legislator. Yeah. Because people that come from some level of personal understanding. 
Yeah. Whether it was them themselves or they've seen it up front, they they do tend to show up differently. Yeah. So much love and support to Miss Corey Bush. Absolutely. Um, and, and and several others, but not enough legislators that are trying to, to right this wrong before it's too late. All right, y'all. Whew. Do your fucking job. Right. All right, y'all, listen. Thanks for listening to Holding Court this week. Um, we're going to start next week doing some Auntie E uh, supplemental content because we know mm-hmm. y'all y'all are here for it. Y'all giving great questions. So we're going to start that next week. In the meantime, though, uh, rate the episode. Go back, listen to old episodes. Refresh your memory. Um, as you see, when, one thing I love about our show, Dustin, is we connect a lot of dots throughout um, this, the, the, the seasonal content. Yeah, we you do. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like how we reference those older episodes mm-hmm. today. And I love that. I love that thread that lives in our, our content. It I lives in that. the content, y'all. We'll continue to build on it. Um, Because I know it's probably some dumbass woman going to marry some dumbass, broke-ass <laughs> man and going to um, end up paying him a bag. And then we'll That's reference right. today's episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's ketchup mustard. That's what y'all got to do. <laughs> but it won't be me. Um, listen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hello. Because <laughs> we're not even going on a date with that situation. But anyways, um, we also not going on no dates if you fucking homophobic. So keep Damn. that in your pocket. Um, give us a review, y'all. Back to older court. Let uh let your mama know, your friends know, everybody know um what Dustin and I are doing each and every week on this show. We so appreciate and love y'all. Yes. Holding Court comes to you from Uppity Productions. It's in association with Dossie Media. Mm-hmm. As always, we're presented by the Black Effect Network. Shout out to Black Effect Man. and Charlemagne the God for iHeartRadio. Yes. Audio is provided by, yes, one of one productions. Y'all check them out. One of one productions for all of your audio needs. They are amazing. The best. Yeah, y'all come back next week. We'll be back in court with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, stay safe. Wear your mask. This Delta variant is not fucking playing, y'all. Okay. Um, keep the faith. Um, I, mean, I know a lot of y'all getting ready for HBCU homecoming. Yeah, watch, please, y'all. My prayers are with you. Be careful out there, okay? Please. Y'all listen, be careful out there if you're planning on going to some of these music festivals and HBCU homecoming. I know you miss your peeps, but it's not worth dying for, for real. So please mask up. Um, and what else do you want the people to do, Dustin? Read their terms and, and and especially the conditions. That's it. That's it. That's it. Love y'all.